Good evening, it is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, and welcome to J-Waves. Today, I am probably doing one of the most important reviews I've done in a while because it's the most asked review that I've had in a long while from fans and other people that I know. So, without further ado, this is my official review, spoiler review, and conversation by myself <laughs> of Masters of the Universe Revelations on Netflix. It is a five-episode series supposedly to be a continuation of the original cartoon from Funimation of He-Man, Masters of the Universe. It is now Masters of the Universe Revelation. I sat through and watched all five episodes, and I'm going to give my 100% real... Um, impression opinion of this i would say this is an over review of the show now i want to start off by saying i am into toys toys are my my life i would say they are the thing that i love more than anything else in the world and, and it is 100 percent. i've been a toy collector since i was born um it was i was kind of grown into it and i absolutely love it still to this day i believe toys bring um, they bring out imagination and creativity, and it is just—it's just one of the cool things to do as a kid to be able to play with toys that I still do to this day. He-Man and Masters of the Universe was a big part of making me what I am today, as far as my imagination, my ideas. I became an artist. I have an art degree. I love what toys have done for me in my life, which is why I still love toys. Based on that fact, that one fact alone here under two minutes, I would tell parents of children to not watch this show, especially if you bought them any of the action figures for the show. And I'm going to get right into it. This is a spoiler review. This is your last warning. Spoiler review. Now, the first series of toys that came out were five figures. He-Man, Skeletor, Mossman, Evelyn, and Battle Cat. All four Masters of the Universe Revelations. Those are the first five toys they released out right now. Had I had children, and I know people that do have children that are looking forward to watching this, and I've already told them, do not watch, and I told them why. I'm about to tell you why. And they bought them the toys from Target, and it was a Target exclusive, and Walmart sometimes has them too. They bought them, one of my friends bought his sons, both his sons, He-Man, Skeletor, Mossman, Evelyn and Battle Cat and right off the bat and again this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire life right off the bat in episode one three of those five characters are killed in the show three of them and if you don't want to hear it here's a good time right now to turn it off but I'm gonna tell you which three Mossman Skeletor He-Man in the first episode toys that they sold for this show and have been pushing for this show three of those toys that they've been pushing died in the first episode i do not understand one bit why they would do that if i had a child or if my friend's child was sitting there with his new he-man revelation action figures that he's looking forward to playing with and like the show of old it invokes imagination and playing. If he's sitting there with his toys and three of his toys that are in his hands die on screen, that is just absolutely unacceptable. I hardly ever do any negative reviews. I do not like doing them 
at all. But when it's something like this and I feel obligated to protect the children, this is one of those cases because it's like a kid, it is so detrimental to the child to be able to have imagination building tools. They pushed other characters up and killed the characters that I would have been excited to share with my next of kin right off the bat. Episode one, He-Man's dead, Skeletor's dead, and not that I care about Moss Man, but Moss Man's dead. They made, it was important enough for them to make him into plastic, and yet, first episode, gone. Gone, gone, gone. Ha, like, I can only imagine a kid's question being like, is He-Man dead? It's like, it breaks my heart. It really, really does. After waiting for over 30 years for another He-Man cartoon, this is what we get. It is absolutely embarrassing and a disgrace, really. I cannot believe that I watched exactly what I watched. Now, that is probably the most negative thing I'll say about the show. Because after episode one, already bad taste in my mouth. I was already very, very uh, unhappy. And I was so looking forward to this because, as you know, I am the Corpus Christi Joker. I look forward to seeing Mark Hamill, who plays the animated series Joker on Batman Animated Series. So to hear that he was going to voice Skeletor, very excited. Everyone knows I love Skeletor. I drive Gladiator Skeletor and Alan Opperheimer. He kissed me on the cheek. I'm the only person that Skeletor has ever kissed on the cheek, and he told me that in Skeletor's voice. So I have a really interesting relationship with Skeletor, He-Man, Mark Hamill, the whole thing. It's all connected for me. I am an interesting bridge between them all. Not to mention, I grew up on He-Man, and I absolutely love He-Man still to this day. Even the horrible, guilty pleasure uh, <laughs> Masters of the Universe live action with Frank Langella and Dolph Lundgren, this is by far the worst thing I've ever seen He-Man's name attached to. Not even He-Man's name. And actually, I think that's one of the few things that I think that they did right. They did not put He-Man's name in the title, and that's to save him some grace, because I think if they had put He-Man, Master of the Universe, this would be more embarrassing to the name He-Man. Master of the Universe Revelations leaves out his name, and I think that's an actual good thing they did that, <clears throat> so it doesn't really affect He-Man's, I guess, uh, legacy. So this isn't He-Man, Master of the Universe. This is just Masters of the Universe Revelations. Um, the creator, Kevin Smith, had come out and said that he did not put He-Man uh, on the back burner. This is a show that everyone's going to love. This is going to be this and that. And, and maybe to his credit, he thought he was creating something that was going to be that. But in the first five episodes, um, that is not the case. That is absolutely not the case. This is not something for everybody to enjoy. And right off the bat, like I said, not for the kids. Because I don't want to have to be telling my kids the lessons of He-Man, Skeletor died on the first episode. And then now I have to think about who are these other characters, you know? I work in a shop of uh, 40 guys. I, I was just so excited. I was prepping for this podcast. I went through and asked everybody. Everyone's around, I would say, 35 to 40... 35 to 50 year old age so they're the perfect age for this and I say hey let's talk about who y'all's favorite He-Man characters are and, and go through and everyone gave me every type of answer Clawful Triclops Stinkor Orko was huge all over 
um, Skeletor, of course, He-Man. Everyone said He-Man and somebody else. Like, oh, He-Man and Man-at-Arms. This, this, and this, and this. Because this is a this is this was a show aimed towards boys, aimed towards me. I, I I fell for it too. My parents fell for it too. It was a show made for me. So not one of us. And again, this is not a stab against anything other than what it is. Not one of us said Tila. Not one of us said Evelyn. No, none of them. No man that I know said any of. Oh, Tila is my favorite from the original anime. Never. And even after this show, I don't think anybody was going to say Tila. Even after all that she's done. Now, did I enjoy elements of the show? That would be the next question, I think. Yes, I did. I did. I enjoyed how they interlocked many of the characters that I love. Merman and all that other stuff. It was, it was really well done. <coughs> Excuse me. But... Not having He-Man there completely negates even having the show to begin with. Why have the show? Even if he was him as Prince Adam, and it was like the adventures of Prince Adam and Tila, and he didn't just get murdered the way he did, maybe he got the sword taken away, or maybe the sword got split on its own without him having to die, that would have been fine. But to not have Prince Adam or... Any other of the favorites that have been there since the beginning makes no sense to me. Why make the show? We always had He-Man as boys. Girls always had Tila. If you want to have a show where there's a girl lead that saves the universe, then have Tila in here. Or have any of any other character come in and do this. I, I, don't, I do not understand the thinking behind this. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, they do add in other characters and again it's kind of hard for us because we we literally watched the show for a long time we got used to characters but then you introduce a new character and then you expect us to care for it this character and that's hard too um even having roboto in there it didn't make any sense yes they go back and forth through time and they tell stories and this and that but with even with that it is not enough for me to go this was awesome that was i never said one time this is awesome i was more every episode there was five episodes and every episode i was just like what are they doing like why would they do this that makes no sense to me at all the first episode power of gray school is the only episode where you get to see he-man doing his thing and he supposedly sacrifices himself to save Eternia, but in doing that, he destroys magic, which in essence will destroy Eternia later on, because Eternia needs magic to survive. Not knowing that, I guess, he sacrifices himself, killing himself and Skeletor. And, well, when he's gone, <coughs> a world without Skeletor and He-Man is, I guess, has run out of heroes, or... Everyone is just doing their own thing because, you know, Fisto didn't show up. Many faces didn't show up. Um, anybody didn't show up. But Tila took it upon herself for money, by the way, because this, this whole quest started because she wanted to get paid money, rubies or whatever, by a, the trickster evil into pretending to be somebody. Um, it wasn't even because it was a, she was good of heart, which also doesn't make sense because she's the hero of the show and it was all for money in the beginning. It ends up becoming 
because she's good of heart. But in the beginning, it was just straight up for money, which made me go, "What again, what's the point of having these here? What lessons are we teaching the kids? It doesn't make any sense. He's not even a hero. She's doing it for money. Um, second episode, they introduced um, Tila's partner. Um, I'm sorry, whose name has escaped my mind because I never knew her name. She wasn't from the original, so I don't know her name. Um, and they have to go to Snake Mountain to get a goblet from Snake Mountain that belonged to Skeletor. Um, again, interesting episode, but the problem that I'm having is there's no He-Man. There's no Prince Adam. I don't care who's in the episode. I don't care who gets hurt. I have no emotional tie to anybody in here because they were never my favorite. So why would I care on what happened in the show? What happened in this episode? There's nothing going on. I'm still thinking about He-Man not being in the show. So I'm like, why am I watching this? What's the point of this show? It makes no sense. Like, Tila, as cool as she is and as fantastic as she was in the original, she'll never be my favorite. I have her original toy, and I bought it, but did I ever play with it? No. And I, I that's my whole entire idea. It's like, <clears throat> which boy is going to be excited about playing with the Tila toy? Now, I, I like to know. I, I'm definitely going to ask my friends that question, and people with children. Um, the next episode, because they kick Man-at-Arms out, uh, out of the kingdom, because it finally came out that He-Man was Adam, and everybody got mad. So now Man-at-Arms is out in the real world defending this and trying to keep Orko alive because in the huge battle of things, Orko got really injured. And that was really, like, again, another one of those, what are they doing? Oh, I get so frustrated, you know. Anyways, Land of the Dead is the fourth episode where they have to go to Subternia to get one of the halves of the sword that broke whenever the magic was lost and blah, blah, blah. Which they do quite easily. And it was cool to see Scareglow, but he was foiled so easy it didn't even make sense to even have him in the show. Again, a weird decision. And the last one is they go to the Praternia where all the champions are. And that was pretty neat to see. Um, and Prince Adam was there because he was a champion that sacrificed himself for all Eternia, even though... The sacrifice was for nothing because Eternia was still going to die without magic. So the sacrifice made no sense at all. Um, and Prince Adam decides when they all get there, he gives them the sword that he has, this the other side of the sword of power, and he gives it to them. Roboto fuses them back together. They get back to Eternia in the middle of a war. This whole time, Evelyn has joined them because she wants to save magic, too. Because without magic, she's just a regular person, I guess. So, as we get to the end of the story, Tila, after reforging the sword, right, from, from uh, Subternia and Preternia, now she has both sides of the sword, and Roboto fused them back together. She hands the sword over to Adam. She goes, you remember how to do the thing? And he goes, of course, you never forget. Gets the sword out, right? Picks out the sword from his sheath, unwraps it, holds it up in the air, and he says, By the power of Grey, and a spear goes through Prince Adam, killing him again, again. <laughs> they just keep killing Prince Adam for no reason, and He-Man. And Skeletor is the one with a spear. He picks up the sword, 
And then he says, by the power of Grayskull, I have the power, and turns into what they are calling Skella God. Now, I'm a villain's guy. I am a villain's guy. Absolutely. I love Skeletor. 100%. But I am also the Joker, the Corpus Christi Joker. That's my thing. And I believe in order to get something as powerful as Skeletor got, you have to earn it. Earn it. He did not. He rode inside of Evil Lynn's scepter, hidden, not doing the task, not doing anything. That's not Skeletor. He didn't earn it. I wouldn't even want it if I had if I got it like that. You'd have to earn it. Earn it. You'd have to go along the travels and you'd have to do things that no one else is willing to do. Killing yourself, per se, just so you can hide in the scepter, which really isn't killing yourself. There's no sacrifice if you know you're coming back. Killing yourself, hiding in the scepter, and then coming out at the end just to kill Prince Adam the way he did is an unearned throne of evil that I will never ever forgive for that. That is probably one of the most cheesiest things I've ever seen. And I'm a villain's guy. I love Skeletor. I have Skeletor on my Jeep Gladiator. I call my Jeep Gladiator Gladiator Skeletor. I'm a Skeletor fanatic. I'm a He-Man fanatic. You didn't earn it. You didn't earn it. You didn't do enough to earn the power that you get. You're not a god. Give it... If anybody earned it in this whole entire series that I just watched, this five-episode series, it was Evil Inn. If it wasn't for Evil Inn, honestly, I don't know what would have happened. But she rode the whole way, and, and Skeletor rode on her coattails to the end, and then do and then does that. And then Evil Inn goes, oh, he's back. And then just joins him right back after she kind of had a little bit of a relationship, friendship relationship with all these people, which was Roboto, her partner, Orko, and Beastman. And Beastman took upon the, I'm the bodyguard, taking care of Evil Inn the whole way. Great. Awesome to see Beastman. I love Beastman. I think he did. It was cool, but again, what for? So, the, the main thing I'm trying to say here is I don't understand what the show was for. I don't understand why they even allowed this to come out. There's no purpose to it. It has nothing to do with He-Man. It has nothing to do with Masters of the Universe. Is it interesting? I would say maybe. If I didn't know anything in my head and I've never seen He-Man and I watched this show, I'd be like, man, He-Man's pretty cool. Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm waiting for people that have never seen He-Man to see it thus far all, all I know is that um, He-Man fans have seen it that I know personally and their response is way worse than mine because I see it as a in a, as a writer I, I see it as a as a, in a writing standpoint so I get it I get what they were trying to do this is just done so lazily and stupid that I don't understand the thought behind it because there is no thought this is basically like to me how the same complaints I had for the, the Star Wars episode 7, 8, 9. This is the same complaints I had on all the X-Men movies. It feels like the people that they got to make these movies never have read X-Men. They don't even know X-Men. They've never seen X-Men. I feel this is the same way. 
everybody involved except for the voice acting, but everybody that wrote this or worked on it, including Kevin Smith, and I hate to say that because I like Kevin Smith's comic work. I think he's a fantastic comic writer. This is the best you could do. Like this was the idea. Let's kill. Let's kill He Man and and Skeletor first episode, and then we'll see what happens. We'll see where the chips may lay. And it's a dumb idea. Now, if they separated the sword, and he goes back to Prince Adam, and He Man cannot be called upon to stop whatever, that's different. That's different. That's an adventure. Maybe Skeletor's injured. And he has to get rebuilt into something. And then when he does get the the sword of power first, or he gets his half, or however they want to change the story, then he could be this new Skelegod because he's not Skeletor anymore. He's this half whatever, half whatever. And that's just me thinking about something right now off the cuff. Whatever they thought this was going to do, in my opinion, it has completely backfired because it has done nothing to a hardcore fan which is me i would i i've seen a couple of uh i try not to read any reviews but i've seen some non-spoiler reviews online that i read and some of the things that they point out i'm going like no like that doesn't even make sense at all they're like oh he took a really big risk in doing this and taking he-man and putting him in the back seat and pushing tila to the front i don't care about that that to me that doesn't matter. Push Tila to the front. That's fine. But she should be a sub character to Adam, Prince Adam. Or Adam's in bed and he needs her to go. Then it should be Man at Arms and Tila going off an adventure. Don't introduce another character that we've never even heard of or know or care about at all. Because not enough was done. Maybe the, the second episode, her partner had a pretty big part in it. And I thought, okay establish her episodes three four and five she's non-existent she doesn't even exist at all she does nothing Roboto takes over and does more so i i don't understand the story writing i don't understand the the ideas behind the writing it is insane now i do know because like i said i'm a, I'm a crazy he-man fanatic there is a um there's a there's talk that Tila is the sorceress's daughter. Now, if all of this was done to make Tila the new sorceress, okay. But start that immediately. Don't push it so far and that she's so angry that people kept the secret that Prince Adam was He-Man and she's so angry that this and that. I don't see why she should... If anybody should be angry, it's the king. The king should be angry and Adam should be angry. Because the king always picked on him and nobody said nothing. His mother never spoke up for him. They could have easily said, hang on, king. He's He-Man. He's not your wimpy son that you keep always <laughs> talking down to. He's He-Man. And I don't understand what the point of the secret was either. Who are they protecting? If He-Man is the protector, it doesn't make any sense. Also, the way he- He-Man dies by uh, blowing up the power sort of power in in dc comics batman calls upon he-man to come beat up superman because he-man is the most powerful man in the universe again this is another thing where i'm saying like these people to help whoever wrote this doesn't read comics or doesn't understand the mythos he is the master of the universe he's the strongest thing in the universe so for him to die it doesn't make sense either 
That alone is ridiculous. Have other champions died? Sure. But they weren't He-Man. He-Man is the master of the universe. Who else could you call to come kill Superman? I can't even think of anybody. They called He-Man. Batman calls him. That's how important He-Man is. And here he's treated like nothing. And yes, he's powerful because he has the power sword. So how is it, how is every other character in this show as powerful as He-Man with the power sword? They do not have powers. They don't have superhuman strength. But yet, the whole show, they're doing all these crazy things and defeating enemies with, with ease. All of them. And it doesn't make sense. Why would they need He-Man if they could beat up everybody as easy as they do? That doesn't make any sense. Not everybody is as strong. Not everybody is a master of the universe. It's just He-Man. Not all of them are, are superhuman strength. Just He-Man. That's what sets them apart. That's what makes them special. It doesn't mean that if you're an Eternia, you're a superhuman too and you can do these all these death-defying jumps and blah, blah, blah. No. You can just beat anybody from the spirit world. Not at all. Now, if you're going to set it up to where Tila is that strong because she's the daughter of the sorceress and she's the next sorceress in line whether she knows it or not, that's fine. But plant that seed early and let us know. Don't kill the hero of the show and then say, she's a new hero. There you go. This is it right here. All you guys that bought all those toys and all those kids that are watching that have the toys that we put out, forget about those toys you bought. We didn't even make a Tila toy, but don't don't worry about it. Just we killed He-Man, we killed we killed Skeletor, we killed Moss Man. So just throw those toys away and wait for the Tila toy because those toys don't matter anymore. It doesn't make any sense to me. It absolutely drives me crazy. And it really, really does drive me nuts. And that's pretty much the whole show in a nutshell. First episode. Skeletor and He-Man die. The next one, two, three episodes, they are putting the sword together in various areas. Subternia, Preternia. Episode five, they make it back to Eternia with the sword of power in hand. Sword of power gets taken away because Adam gets killed and Skeletor killed Adam because he was hiding an evil end scepter. And that's it. That's the main gist of the show. Which doesn't even make sense, not one bit at all. Alright, somebody asked me to give it a number score, I give it a zero. I give it a zero out of ten, it's the first zero I've ever given. I give it a zero out of ten because this story is not complete. We still need the other five episodes and after that, I will give a number. Once season two comes out and I give it a chance to finish what it started... If we ever get a season two, <laughs> because judging by the fans' reactions, we probably will never get a season two, so we'll never know how this is going to end. But if it does get a season two, I would like to know where they were going, how they were going, and why they made the decisions they made in episode one to episode five, because it makes absolutely zero sense to me. Why are you going to be pushing a toy line and toys for a cartoon that is made to sell toys and you kill all the toys that we've already bought in the first episode. That is just absolutely mind-blowing to me. And how did they let this get greenlit? I don't understand. If I was an exec and I saw, oh, okay, all oh, these are the toys, cool, cool, cool. Okay, let's watch the show. First episode, they killed all the toys we sold. That's money, baby. <laughs> and you just killed all the toys we sold? That makes no sense. Even Godzilla versus Kong, as crazy as it is, they didn't kill Godzilla and they didn't kill Kong because 
that's what sells toys. Toys are the moneymaker. You want to be creative. You want to do something original. Do it on your own. Make up your own cartoon. Don't take cartoons that are well established for over 40 years and come and try to make it cool, new, and trendy, and fun. It's none of those things. Make up your own cartoon and ruin that. Don't ruin things that most of us all have grown up on and love, want to share with our family, want to share with our kids, want to share with our loved ones. And now we can't because this is not even a good example of what He-Man is was and always will be to the original fans from the original cartoon he-man master of the universe hero friend and amazing amazing master of the universe this does not make any sense to me and i'm sorry i get so passionate about it but this is something that really to me i was looking forward to i i, I like kevin smith i believed in him i thought he's gonna write something cool because he's such a good comic writer this is not that I don't know who else was involved. I'm definitely going to be looking it up. But whoever helped write this, you didn't just drop the ball. This isn't something that was just like, oh, yeah, you know, wasn't that good. This is a travesty of justice. This this should be whoever worked on this, honestly, should probably go back to wherever they came from and don't even work on anything to do with anything. I just wish, oh, I wish that it wasn't the way it was. I really wanted to love this so bad. I went in there going like, this could be fantastic. I even said pre this, as long as they don't ruin Skeletor, I'll be fine. What they did, what they did to Skeletor on episode one, I'll never forgive them for. And what they did to He-Man every episode, especially episode five when Adam gets killed, unforgivable. It is unforgivable. And I don't even know how else to put it other than it is lazy, it is sad, and it just should have never, ever happened. Um, this has nothing to do with He-Man Master Universe. This this is one of those things that should just completely be scraped away and not canon, not anything. doesn't follow the comics, doesn't follow anything. It should just be completely scrapped, and uh, I really hope it is. I really hope that this does not ever happen again. If they can fix it in the next five episodes, I will eat crow and take take back this but what you've built so far doesn't make me want to watch the next episodes i honestly could not care less um i couldn't care after episode one i tried um i will say this too other characters did die in the in the series i won't say who they are so you have some surprise but in my personal opinion if you have children that have these toys that love he-man and have loved he-man because you've you've been impressionable on them you say this is the guy I played with don't have him watch this show if you have children don't have him watch this show please because it is just insane it's insane and sad that this is even a thing that I have to say to children don't watch a cartoon that's made for you that had toys made for you don't watch the cartoon god that's insane I can't believe I'm saying it but yeah wow Master of the Universe Revelations 2021 on netflix i gave it a zero out of ten i would love to know if you liked it why um i'd like to talk to you about it i'd like to get different insights maybe you saw something i didn't see i was turned off immediately um and none of it actually made me feel any better uh all the way along the way i just felt worse and worse so if you want to let me know how you feel what you thought maybe you agree maybe you disagree 
That's why I do this. I like to know what you think. I'm not here to convince you. I'm only here to give you my opinion. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out my Facebook, Corpus Christi Joker on Facebook. Don't forget to check out my Instagram, The Real Nerf Joker on Instagram. And I'll say this, to all the voice actors that worked on Masters of the Universe, I love you guys all. Been a fan since forever. You guys did a great job. Um, I, I think it was, the voice work was great. And that's probably the only thing that was good. The story, um, even some of the animation, and everything else that was involved um, was horrible. I am so sorry, Kevin Smith. I do not like to do e- anything that is a bad review. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a villain guy. And the villain finally wins, and I hated it. So figure that out. Didn't earn the win, I'll say that. Much love to you guys. As always, thank you for listening. And thank you for riding the waves on J-Waves.